Welcome to the Our Community Listens podcast, where we strengthen relationships and build stronger communities through listening, leadership, care, and service to create truly human connection. Learn and partner with us as we imagine a society in which people care about each other first. Explore more at ourcommunitylistens.org. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Salgat, and today's topic is impact. The title of today's episode is Why Should I Care? The Impact of Impact. Our behavior has an impact on ourselves and others, whether it is intended or not. Often, we are unaware of the impact of our behavior. We grow and change when we pause, address our own behavior and ensuing impact, and share with others the impact of their behavior. Impact matters. To personally get involved and talk more about this topic, join one of our Connect sessions, which are held every third Thursday and fourth Tuesday of the month. We will dig deeper into the podcast topic, engage in conversation, and identify areas we can improve and grow. Joining me today is Sarah Weisbarth. Got a round of applause for Sarah this time around. She is the leader of curriculum improvement and development and is here to help us understand more on this topic. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? (laughs) Well, I'm feeling feeling pretty good with that introduction. (laughs) Adam got some new toys, so you're going to notice a few things, listeners, in the next coming months of uh, some unique sounds, and hopefully we get to play a little bit. I love it. So we're talking about impact today. Yes, We're probably going to say that word a billion times, right? Yeah, I was thinking it through uh, to really identify, man, what is it that we want to share with our our audience around this topic? And and I do feel like, you know, the title is going to be the impact of impact. Like it's a noun and a verb, right? I think you have a definition for us. I do. Yes. Um, Good old Google comes in handy for this kind of stuff. Impact as a noun, the action of one object coming forcibly into contact with another, the verb, The one we're really looking at is the second definition as a verb, have a strong effect on someone or something. Mm. Well, I like that. I mean, it really is, right? If we think about it and in the context of which we utilize it within our content and the principles that we share, we talk about it from both the noun and the verb, right? Like when we've had an impact on someone else, um, and then being able to communicate what that impact actually is. Um, I had someone say to me in conversation about this, our behavior has impact, whether we realize it or not. Um, so it's like almost, uh, you know, a law of physics where there's that equal and opposite reaction where I behave in a particular way. And whether I realize it or not, my behavior is having an impact on someone else. You know what that reminds me of is, uh, I believe it was Charles Barkley back in the day used to talk about not being a role model. I'm not a role model. But unfortunately, what he chose to do because he's in such a public, you know, public eye and the behavior that he exhibits, it has an impact, whether he really wants to believe it or wanted to be a part of it. So that on a grander scale or kind of a different scale, you know, is a little bit of what we're talking about. But 
on in our daily lives, obviously, our behavior is going to have an impact on the people around us, right? Yeah. Let's um, tee it up with some content for our listeners so we can really frame it into an understanding. Impact is a noun and a verb, right? Our, and our behavior does have an impact on others, whether we realize it or not. When we talk about impact, we're often talking about it from either a confrontation conversation where I've crafted a message and I want to talk to someone about their behavior and how I feel about it and then the impact that their behavior is having. And we also talk about it from a recognition perspective where I want to really acknowledge to someone their behavior that I want to encourage them to continue or to even just appreciate and recognize them um, for how incredible they are. And it's important to bring impact into both of those conversations because it helps people understand why what they're doing matters. Right. And that, that's the other part of our title of this podcast. Why does it matter? Yeah. Right. And I think like, if I go to the confrontation side of things, well, first let's talk about the categories that impact can fall into, right? Um, So impact is generally in four different categories and they're either on time. So there'll be time impacts. There'll be impacts on money or the bottom line. There'll be impacts on fulfillment, like our satisfaction could be within relationships. It could be our job satisfaction and then in energy. So do I have to do more work? Do I have to really increase the time of which I'm trying to engage with someone? Um, That could be an impact. And there's different examples and different ideas around it. But when we look at those four categories of impact, when we behave in a way, whatever way that is, the impact of our behavior will fall into one of those four categories. The, the importance then of sharing with another the impact of their behavior goes to that point of like, well, well, why does it matter? And very often we'll share with someone if we're frustrated with them or wanting to confront them, we'll do a like, when you, I feel statement, mm-hmm. right? Well, you did this thing, you know, when you mm-hmm. behavior, I feel emotion without the impact, people don't understand why, why their behavior matters, so they don't me, understand the impact. <laughs> let me toss something out there. So if I were to say, when you show up late, I feel sad. And I just left it at that. You can kind of look at it and go, well, that's okay. I'm sorry I made you feel sad. And then just move on, right? Yep. But, yeah. well, I was going to say, when you start adding in that impact, and let's talk about that. When you start adding in that impact, it connects on another level, Correct. Oh, certainly. Right. So I can vary. You're right. Like my sarcastic answer normally is like, well, sorry, you feel that way because we've all experienced that from people. Mm-hmm. We've all shared something with someone when we're feeling hurt or upset or disappointed. And the answer is like, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. And nothing then changes and nothing's resolved. Right. Where we'll go with your late example and we'll tie it to the four categories of impact. Okay. So if I'm late, you're going to have some sort of feeling about it, but the impact, so the impact on time could be, we're not going to have enough time to record this podcast. Um, impact on money could be, well, it's going to take more of my time now to record this podcast and there's a financial implication. 
impact on energy is I didn't have the ability to really think about what we were going to do today. So now I have to get going recording the podcast and think about what we're going to do. And I might have other impacts with my family and other commitments that are also pressing on me from an energy standpoint because someone was late. Um, And then the fulfillment could quite frankly, be the disappointment in the quality of the relationship and maybe the professionalism with which we exhibit toward one another. Mm -hmm. And that's just a quick example um, of me being late for a podcast. Which, by the way, she was not late. I was early today. (laughs) (laughs) I actually held her off because I was recording the opening. But I I can understand what you're saying. There's a lot of different pieces here that, um, there's well, a lot, meaning there's four different categories, general categories that it's going to fall into. And I've, I've always, since taking the class, I've always found this portion of it very interesting is when talking to someone about the impact is trying to connect to what one of those four is going to make uh, the biggest difference to them. What's really going to connect with them and what's really going to matter because I may mention time and they may be like, oh, that's fine. I got plenty of time and we'll make more time later. It'll, it, that'll be okay. But maybe if I said something about the financial situation, they may connect to it and say, oh, I can understand where you're coming from. Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, I think that's why that question of like, why does it matter has multiple applications. Um, because I could try to identify for myself, right? If someone has a behavior that I'm having a problem with, if I take the time to identify for myself the impact, it actually allows me to kind of assess through, do I really even want to confront this behavior or do I want to accept or change a situation? Because like, okay, well, why does this matter to me? Is it about me? Is it about the behavior? Is it about the person? So that gives me point one of assessing, is this important enough to have a conversation about? And so identifying that impact is crucial for my motive and my choice. And then identifying the impact and being able to communicate it to another allows me to create an opportunity for them to be motivated to change. Remember, I can't change them. I can only change myself. But if I can help them understand the impact of their behavior and tailor it to a why would it matter to them, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what you were saying. Some people are going to be much more tied to impacts that feel more concrete, like time and money. Mm-hmm. Some people are more relational. And so an impact that might point to fulfillment or energy is going to matter to them more. So some of it is knowing the individual. And if you don't know the individual, you can throw in both sides of impact, something that's more time or money related or something that's more energy and fulfillment. These, this is... Um always been a a conversation when my wife has had different relationships that she's worked through in the school systems. And she had a particular boss that I know just from the stories that she shared with me, I know she connected more with the idea of getting things done as opposed to how it was necessarily going to affect Becky personally. So we talked about that when she needed to confront her and knowing that it was going to have a larger impact explaining we can't do these things because it's not going to be, if we do it or try to do it, we won't get X, Y, and Z done. But if we 
Um, but if she would approach it the other way and said, we can do these things, but it's going to cause me to pull my hair out. Well, that particular person really might not have connected and cared too much. They basically would have said, do it. Don't (laughs) too bad. (laughs) Yeah. Some people really like connect to impacts that are about like vision, you know, especially in an organization, right? Okay. Well, you know, how does this impact our vision? How does this impact mission? You know, is this towards strategy? How does this impact our people? How does it impact our audience or our customers? Um, There's so many ways to take a look at crafting the impact. To kind of wrap up this this section of our podcast, this portion of it, what we're talking about is a lot to do with knowing that our behavior has an impact, correct? And that if we're looking at a way to change people around us, we need to think about ourselves first. Yes. You know, so much of what we teach is a a dual purpose, right? right? Well, how do I communicate? How do I interact with others? How do I maybe understand others in such a way that I can create more effective communication? But that has to start with me. I, I, I first have to really spend some time um, reflecting on and understanding myself in, in the same moment. Join with others across the country and the world in an interactive webinar titled The Impact of Impact and Recognition. Sharing the impact of behavior motivates change. Understanding impact advances conversations around conflict. In addition, when people are recognized for their value, they continue behaviors that support growth and development. Join us to reflect on recognition and the impact of behaviors, yours, and others. For more information, visit ourcommunitylistens.org. Sarah, this topic, impact, is the third of, I don't, what is the word I'm looking for? Well, we've been doing a series. We've been doing a series with our webinars um, around effective confrontation, and you and I have had the opportunity to highlight some of the topics that are um, in those webinars around utilizing um, a particular approach to effective confrontation and recognition. Right. So that would be our FBI statements, the feeling, behavior, and impact. And that's what we've been working on in the last three podcasts, or the prior two podcasts, and this being the third leading into it. Yeah. Yeah. We've been building. You mentioned something in there and I think we talk about confrontation first a lot and it makes sense because people get uncomfortable and they want to know how to fix that. They want to know how to, you know, change that feeling of being uncomfortable. And it makes sense that we first would go there. Uh, But with this podcast coming out on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the idea of thankfulness comes to mind for me. And therefore, uh, the second part of your FBI usage, you mentioned giving recognition. That's the part I kind of, I'd like to build build on right now. I'd like to talk about creating a thankful message on Thanksgiving Day. You can sit down at the table and you can blow your family away with this unbelievable FBI statement <laughs> when everyone else just says, uh, I'm happy the Lions aren't losing. You know what I mean? So let's 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 build on that. Let's work on that a little bit. It is, you know, it is 2020 and everything's backwards. And so the lion's not losing, you know, it's a factor. So I think we could be grateful for that. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see how the game goes. I don't have much faith, but, uh, (laughs) but the idea here, uh, let's focus around the idea of building a recognition an FBI recognition message for someone. 
Yeah. And so the ingredients are the same. We've been talking about those ingredients leading up to it. A, a reminder that it doesn't have to be in the order of feeling behavior impact. Um, if you want to lead with impact and let people know, you know, what the impact of their behavior was on you first, that's, that's what they're going to likely remember most. Different people identify with different things. Um, sometimes people really identify with that feeling and it creates that empathetic connection with one another when we share that feeling. Um, but we really do. We utilize FBI statements to acknowledge, to appreciate, to be grateful, to be thankful for someone else's behavior. And you'll, you can go through different studies and research that'll tell you that when we're doing recognition, when we're doing appreciation for others, it actually has an impact then on us as well. Um, that the endorphin release and um, the feelings of the, um, I don't know if it's the dopamine or the oxytocin, but anyways, Both sound um, good to me. those, those, those uh, neurotransmitters that get released when we're appreciating and having gratitude for others and then truly expressing it. So we're experiencing that appreciation and then we're expressing that appreciation. And then when we see that impact on the other for that, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And there's like a, um, there's like a five to one ratio. Um, when you're looking to improve other people's behavior and encourage them to change their behavior, if you provide five recognition messages to every one maybe confrontation or constructive criticism or coaching feedback, depending on how you want to categorize it mm -hmm. five to one ratio. So really doing a lot of recognition and appreciation is crucial. If we're going to support those in our span of care, work, home, life, start recognizing people. That's exactly what I'm talking about too. Start recognizing people and find the way to do it. And attaboy saying, good job. Those are good, but let's, Let's get a little deeper than that. Um, yeah, that's why I totally just interrupted you. Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say, I know we have a, a skill snippet that was recently put out when it came to parenting about how good jobs and, and thank you for doing that, uh, you know, particular task. Let's talk about how to get deeper than that for our kids so they really start to see what it is that we're trying to say to them. So any examples in mind or maybe we build one on the fly? I don't know. But any suggestions? We do a lot of this on the fly, Adam. Uh, <laughs> so yes, I'm glad you brought up youth. It's actually one of my um, my trigger, my hot buttons when it comes to um, even judgment. I think we talked about it when we um, talked about that in the more recent podcast on judgment, how when we can categorize behavior and with youth, if we can categorize their positive behaviors and qualify it um, with a positive assessment or judgment, they're going to continue to improve that behavior. So things like respectful, right? Like my hot button is disrespectful. Well, when I see behaviors in young people that I find to be respectful, I'll share that with them. And I say it like, I feel very respected when you raise your hand to talk in class. I, I serve in classrooms. Um, and that allows me to really focus my complete attention on you and hear what you have to share with the whole class. That's the impact. Okay. So like focus, my complete attention would be energy and be able to hear and value what you're going to share with the class. That's more of a fulfillment impact. It's interesting. You're mentioning of the four areas. I've never broken it down that way before. So it's, it's good to, to think about that though, because 
like we already mentioned, people connect differently to different things. So if I was constructing a FBI recognition statement for like my mother-in-law, who's going to cook our Thanksgiving dinner and basically, um, and ask for very little help and not accept it if it was offered because that's her nature. I would really want to think about that. She's probably going to connect more to the people and what it means, what it means to me that she's doing that for us. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, and my sister-in-law, I can flip that. My sister-in-law makes the whole meal. We travel six to seven hours to um, be available for Thanksgiving with the family. She makes the entire meal and that saves me time. And my recognition to her is, man, I I really appreciate you putting this all together. It makes it where I can spend my time traveling to get here. And I don't have to worry about what the dishes that I'm going to bring to pass. And then it allows me to just spend time with the family, which would be a fulfillment impact as well. So it's like time and fulfillment. And quite frankly, I don't mention it, but I also don't have to invest any money in any ingredients. Yeah. That's true. I don't either. And I get, and then I take home leftovers so I don't have to buy lunch or dinner for a day. So. But for me, I'm valuing the time and I'm valuing, you know, the time then with the family. Um, and so I share those impacts. And the more you practice it, a lot of times when we think about doing recognition, it, it feels like this big um, appreciation statement that, you know, is going to, is going to rock someone's world really just simplifying it down to a specific behavior, a feeling and an identifiable impact. The more you do that, like those simple things will rock people's world because very often we're not used to hearing those things. We're not used to having that shared with us. And then you start to just continue to have that be part of the way you interact with people and alive. Talk about something I'll be thankful for over the holidays Like, let's lift people up. Thank you for taking the time to chat about recognition statements first. It means a lot to me because I think we need to do that more in society. And I think we can have a great impact on our listeners by hopefully continuing to encourage people to do that. That was good. That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) But there are times, of course, when we need to approach somebody about a behavior change. And the impact that their behavior is having on us and that it needs to change moving forward. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm glad we did recognition first because very often we teach confrontation first. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you can also use this for recognition. And But if we remember the five to one ratio, you know, focusing on the recognition first can actually create an environment where people will be willing then to hear the one confrontation and hear it in such a way that they'll be more motivated to change. Mm -hmm. And again, providing that impact with the FBI statement, FBI for the impact does help motivate change. Remembering I can't make anyone change, but if I can create the environment, they're going to be much more likely to want to change. And so I create that environment with the five to one, right? So I've done a lot of positive affirmations, a lot of recognition. I've created trust and rapport in the relationship so that then when there is a behavior that I am having a problem with, I can go and use the same format that we're familiar with, with the FBI and say, well, here's this behavior and here's what we could consider to be a negative if we're going to qualify it impact of this behavior. 
because of the time and investment I've done with that relationship, the likelihood for change is going to be greater. What if someone comes back and they're just not connecting with the idea of the behavior or change that you're looking for? Hmm. Well, we're going to talk about in, I think it's January or February. I think January's webinar is about putting together and delivering the FBI. And then what, what do you do when you've started that conversation? I'll give you a sneak peek. How you deliver the message is going to matter. We shift back into listening Mm -hmm. and then we might have to reframe our message and come up with a different impact because maybe the impact that it's having on me, it's entirely possible. The other individual doesn't see the value of that impact. We can take this right back to the onion slide and perspectives, right? I'm coming from my needs and my values. You're coming from your needs and your values. And if I share the impact that doesn't connect with you, it's not going to connect. So I have to shift and move and be like, okay, how else do I help this individual understand the impact of their behavior? Awesome. It also might be my problem. Oh, well. That's an interesting concept. <laughs> That's self-reflection, right? Yeah. It, I mean, is it a problem or am I just having a problem with it? And do I shift into my three moves and think about, well, can I accept, can I change the situation or do I continue to convey here's the impact of your behavior by having that conversation and asking for change? Um, I think shifting back into those three moves is pretty interesting because I, I would imagine, and I know I've actually been through it where I talk to people or I bring it up to people in my life about something that they did and they, for lack of a better term, explain their side or explain what they were thinking or what they were feeling. And therefore now I'm back in that position of the three problems. Can I accept it? Do I need to move away from it? Um, or do I need to ask again for a different a change? And many times I'd, I'd say, you know, once it's talked about, you you lean towards that, being able to accept it because now you have some understanding, right? Yes, that's key. And truly, we'll, we'll talk about that more in January of like, how does this all fit together and how do, how do you really walk this out in real life? I mean, we've been talking about just the pieces of FBI, right? right. Well, now how do you put it together? How do you deliver it? How do you actually have the conversation and have it in a way um, that maintains that trust and rapport in the relationship. Right. Especially when you're doing it, you know, over turkey or ham and you're <laughs> arguing about sports or politics or, yeah. you know, should there be marshmallows on top of the sweet potato casserole or not? <laughs> I say no. I'm My vote is no. I also don't, you know, some people make sweet potatoes with syrup. And I'm like, they're called sweet potatoes because they are already a little sweet. I don't know if you're supposed to put six cups of syrup into the sweet potatoes. So back to my sister-in-law, let me tell you about the impact of her sweet potato casserole. <laughs> it's like dessert. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I guess oh, that everybody's, everybody's take is a little different. And that's where we're, you know, that's where we, we need to delve into our understanding and I move away from the sweet potato casserole. <laughs> I don't know. I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in with a spoon. <laughs> I'd rather have the pie if I'm going to eat some dessert.
Well, you've got me hungry now, Sarah. So let's let's wrap this podcast up so I can go find some food. What are today's key takeaways for our listeners? Well, first, I really want to um, appreciate our listeners um, for hanging in there with us. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I think we were a little punchy on uh, today's podcast and a little bit more conversational and fun. So um, I just really want to value our listeners for tuning in, seeing the numbers on our podcast listens increase really inspires me and motivates me to continue to have these conversations. And then knowing that um, people are listening and, and considering how does this impact their lives and applying it to their lives, again, just continues to inspire me to do what we do. Um, so I think that would be actually my recognition for our audience would be my first key takeaway. And then my second would be truly understanding impact matters. How is it impacting me? And how do I convey that impact in such a way that it will matter to another, whether it's with asking for change with confrontation or acknowledging and appreciating and recognizing others in a way that's meaningful. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate your time. Well said about our listeners. Uh, Very much appreciate every one of them too. It's been pretty awesome getting the opportunity to connect with people and uh, I absolutely love my time that I get to spend with you too. It's, it's good. I gotcha. <laughs> yes. And lastly, I'd just like to say happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Enjoy your food. If you have any suggestions about subjects for our podcast, feel free to reach out through our Facebook page. And if you're interested in taking a class, visit ourcommunitylistens.org. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. And don't forget, each word Each action, each silent moment of listening sends a message. Therefore, you are the message.